Hey, you're listening to Cut for Time, a podcast from Faith Church located on the north side of Indianapolis. My name is Claire Kingsley. Each week, I'll sit down with one of our preaching pastors to discuss their Sunday sermon. Cut for Time is a look behind the scenes of sermon preparation, and they'll share with us a few things that we didn't hear from the sermon on Sunday. Thanks for listening. Merry almost Christmas, Jeff. Happy late Advent, Claire. Is there, I, there, is there, there's not like a name. Like we had the fourth Sunday of Advent and now it's still like another several days to Christmas. So it's, it's like this, mm-hmm. Joey would use a fancy word and say it's a liminal space. It's, you know, on the edge of one thing and, and another, but yeah. So it's like yeah. a, an in-between time, right? Yeah. The already not yet Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And, you know, before we know it, it'll be Christmas, Adam, then Christmas Eve. So maybe we just. Uh, nice. I've never heard that before. Stop. Really? Adam. Uh, I, it's not me. I'm not creative. That's crazy. Christmas, Adam is the 23rd. Christmas Eve is the 24th. Oh, my gosh. OK, so speaking of Christmas being right around the corner, true confession time. We have had so much going on this year. Um, we don't have a tree yet. And now we, we can't find any. So if anybody knows, like, seriously, like if you guys listen and hear this and you can point us to a tree lot, uh, that would be awesome. We we need to get a tree. Yes. Do you feel like something's missing, you know, or yeah. are you still just like running around so fast that you don't kind of quite notice it? No, we were just, we've been so, we've been doing so much over the last few weeks, a lot going on. And then all of a sudden we've got family coming in and kids and there's this big space in our living room that a tree is supposed to be in. And and we went out last night and we got skunked at two or three places. So it was, it was like our option of Charlie Brown Christmas trees, like literally a two and a half foot tall tree that was like brown and like had two branches on it. Oh no, my dad, when he was growing up, his dad um, was really into the magic of Christmas. And so they actually didn't put up any tree up until Christmas Eve after the kids went to bed. So Santa brought everything. Santa brought the decorations and the presents. And so my grandpa would try and get a tree that late, you know, like on Christmas Eve. And my dad said he has this memory of like watching his dad buy three Christmas trees, cut off branches of two of them, and then screw them into a what? third tree to try and create a full tree. Biggest um, risk. Oh my just God. because there are not many options, you know, when wow. they're all dead or ugly yeah. by the time you get to yeah. that time. So, so maybe, I mean, like, hopefully you don't have to go to that great of lengths, but The the biggest, the best win we had one year, we had a Spanish foreign exchange student living with us when when we were back in St. Louis. And we decided we were going to give her like the real American Christmas experience. So we did. We went out to a tree farm. We cut down our own tree. And it was there was like snow on the ground and hot cocoa. And it was like storybook Hallmark Christmas thing. Yeah, it was it was fun. We like picked out our tree and sawed it down and strapped it on top of the van. And yeah, that's my idea. Well, OK, well, good luck, Jeff. Good luck searching for a tree. And if anyone can give you any tips, text Jeff, email Jeff at faithliveitout.org for maybe some ideas of where to find a good tree. So, um, all right, Jeff, why don't you give us a rundown from the fourth Sunday of Advent? 
your sermon this Sunday. Yeah, this last Sunday, we were looking at this last section of the what we call the prologue of John's gospel. So John 1 verses, well, we looked back a little at verse 14 up through verse 18. And it's John picking up again and kind of expanding this idea of the, the word became flesh. And uh, then what has happened as a result of that? And John just uh, paints this amazing picture of from his fullness, from the fullness of God's own life, we have received grace upon grace. And uh, even though, yeah, it was amazing that God gave his instructions and his law through Moses, man, how much better is it now that the fullness of his grace and truth have come to us in Jesus. And it's just, so John is just kind of trying to bring this to this beautiful, exciting conclusion of the, the word that's come into the world and all that God has brought into our lives through seeing and knowing and following this word Jesus. Uh, so that's kind of what we looked at, the idea of what does it mean to experience God's fullness and how do we see the fullness of God's grace and glory and truth in Jesus? And uh, it was pretty, I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful picture. Again, it's another, you know, I just have this feeling of like, how, how do you help people you know, experience the beauty of the Sistine Chapel or, mm -hmm. you know, Michelangelo's David, like, I can talk about this amazing, beautiful, you know, transcendent glory, but um, uh, John is just saying at the same time, man, the, the thing I want most for anyone hearing this is that you would believe in Jesus and have life. And that's, that's the big takeaway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thanks, Jeff. So Jeff, is there anything that you needed to cut from your sermon this Sunday for the sake of time? Yeah I, yeah, I was thinking about just uh, the reality of, you know, Jesus full of grace and truth and just some thoughts on, I think we just all live in that tension of knowing that we need God's grace and wanting God's grace and at the same time kind of not wanting it because to really receive undeserved goodness and blessing is actually hard for us because there's just so much of us and so much in the world that says, you know, you get what you earn and I want to feel yeah. like I've earned something and I want to have, Oh no, no, I don't deserve that. You know, I, there's that it's, it can be hard because it's a challenge to our pride to say mm -hmm. that what God is coming to us with is grace that humbles us so that he can lift us up. So, so, I mean, there's, there is security in grace in a way that we don't write, because if it totally depends on God's goodness and not my earning it, that's ultimately awesome, but it's also humbling and a little scary because uh, I'm not in control. And, and that's the thing that grace is always challenging. Just I'm not in control. And when, when we can acknowledge that about ourselves, that's when we just experience more of the fullness of God's grace. And, and that's a good place to be, but it can really be a hard place to be. Yeah. Ironically, even as much as, you know, we're now looking forward to celebrating the embodiment of God's grace coming into our world at this time of year, it, there's also, you know, we have all these pressures and expectations and we want things to look a certain way. We want to experience Christmas a certain way. And, and it can almost become kind of 
not legalistic necessarily, but just, you know, we don't give grace to ourselves. It, it, you know, there's maybe more struggle to give grace to others because there's just, again, the tension, the expectation, we, you know, we just, we have an idea of what it should be like. And it's hard to give ourselves grace in that when it inevitably falls short. And uh, so if anything, that would, that would probably be maybe my last takeaway as we're heading into this week, you know, of Christmas Eve and Christmas and nothing wrong with having dreams and hopes and desires and expectations. But remember, it's, it's ultimately and really finally in just knowing Jesus and having a relationship with him that we're going to experience the fullness of God's grace and truth and truthfulness, trustworthiness. God is faithful. God is good. God is gracious, especially when things don't go the way that we would really like them to. And uh, so then it's an opportunity uh, as we're heading into Christmas as well, to to be reminding ourselves of all the evidences, reminders of God's grace that we that we do see around us, because it's it's going to fall short. Things that the Christmas tree lot's not going to have the tree that I'm looking for. The presents aren't going to live up to our expectations, and we're going to have tensions with family probably in some way. And those are all just opportunities to remind ourselves of the grace that God pours out into us all the time. Yeah. So on that note, Jeff, um, you kind of just framed what I was hoping you could do for us of just framing the Christmas, anticipating the Christmas holiday for us. Would you just pray for um pray for us, pray for our congregation and you know, pray over the pray over the holiday? Yeah, for sure. Let's let me let's do that. Yeah. Heavenly Father, thank you that uh, you have sent your son into the world. Uh, he's taken on our flesh, become one of us uh, to bring us your light and your life. And um, for the promise that all who receive Jesus, who believe in his name, you give the right to become children of God. And that is such an incredible blessing and a grace to us. Whatever else is happening this season, I pray that you'd give us real encouragement and hope knowing that we are your children by faith. And, and out of that recognition, Father, that you would help us see the fullness of your grace and truth and glory that you share with us in Jesus, regardless of what's going on around us. We, we do have so many things to be thankful for. So open our eyes, Lord, for all the daily reminders of your goodness and faithfulness and uh, fill us. <laughs> Fill us, Father, in all the places we especially need it, with your grace, with your truth, with the reminders of your faithfulness and goodness. And uh, we're just so thankful. We're thankful for you, thankful for Jesus, your son, thankful for your spirit who encourages and teaches and grows us. We pray in your name, Father. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Cut for Time. If you wish to submit questions to our pastors following their sermon, you can email them to podcast at faithliveitout.org or text them into our Faith Church texting number, and we'll do our best to cover it in the week's episode. If this conversation blessed you in any way, we encourage you to share it with others. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week.